we just got back from vacation. We're not going to do the full episode this week. Is that okay with you? That's okay, yes. No, I was I was talking to the listeners. Oh, I hope it's okay with them. <laughs> because we're not going to do a full regular episode. Yeah, so no um, highly suspect headlines, no Ace Dumps J. No, we've been back for approximately nine hours. And we yeah. got back at 3 a.m. this morning. So. Yeah, it was a mess. So, uh, yeah, so if, uh, so sorry. Yeah. We're so sorry. Well, I think there'll be interesting tidbits, though. Hello there, and welcome back to the Easy Does It podcast, a podcast all about travel planning through the lenses of mindfulness and behavioral health. My name's Autumn. I'm a clinical social worker and a new-to-Disney enthusiast. And I am Justin. I'm a behavior analyst and a hyper-nerd travel planner. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We warn you it is going to be different. It's not going to be a quite a regular show because we were just nine hours back from vacation and we got in at about 3 a.m. Yeah. But but we have some experiences that, that we want to share and that we think might be helpful to you. Yeah. So let's have a, to that. Let's have like a post-vacation chit-chat. That'll yes. be the format for today's coffee show. Coffee chat. Little coffee chat. Chai chat. And we have until Darwin, our two and a half year old daughter, wakes up from her nap. Yes. So let's get started. Let's get started on well, what it was. Well, we went to Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. We did. Which is approximately a 550 mile drive from where we are here in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. We rented a car through Turo, which is a ride share renting. So it's like Uber, except they don't drive you. Like you just pick up the car. Yeah. Significantly cheaper than what the rental places are costing right now. Right. For the week, it ended up costing four fifty, mm. which for a 2000 Nissan Altima. Which 2000, 2020, yeah, not, sorry, a 2000. not a 2000. <laughs> not for a 22 year old car, but for a two year old car. <laughs> what did you think of the car? Well, it drove nice it was roomy in the front and the back both of our cars are significantly older than that so it was i mean we were like what there's like apple music play and there's basically like a tablet in the front that you know that's like a touch screen super quiet it drove smoothly so yeah i mean it was was always nice to have have a a new car you're like you you, then you're like oh that's right new car this is why people do this you know you get you forget and i love our cars and they're comfortable enough for our day to day but it was certainly nice to do a long ride in a in a more comfortable flex so yeah we use the turo app t-u-r-o i gotta say pickup was relatively easy i mean you just take some pictures in the app um Mm -hmm. and drop off was easy too i can't i wouldn't necessarily recommend this service yet to any of like my clients or friends this Mm -hmm. is something i think i need to Maybe experience again. Maybe look into a little bit more. It worked out for us, maybe. You know, we'll see. Time will tell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll see exactly. But but yeah, we missed safe. Yeah, we made it there. We made it back. So the drive down there with a two and a half year old daughter, how did we accomplish that? On the drive down? We left at midnight. So, you know, she went to bed at her regular eight o'clock bedtime and then we transferred her to the car and so you know the first hour she was still kind of up but she was like like she said i think maybe eight words and was just really dozed off and like looking at the lights and then after that she fell asleep for about three hours yeah and some of those words i think most of those words where she was like mumbling her own version of the bluey theme song yes it's like ba da 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 so I think she she was dreaming with her eyes. Yeah, yeah. So Which, yeah, so the ride ride down with her was was pretty good. And that actually that was one of my favorite things I think about that first day was 
I feel like that was really fun for her, that like half dream car ride, because she was smiling the whole time and she was like fascinated by everything Yes. and very sweet. So I think that was a lot of fun for her. Yes. Yeah. And we got there and we were like beach and there were new things. Right. So, so we, we drove through the night and mm-hmm. we stopped. We So we're going to Williamsburg, but we ended up driving to Virginia Beach. That drive included at the end a 17 mile bridge. Yeah. 17.8? Eight, yeah. six, six, eight. I can't remember. What is it? A ch- channel bridge? Yeah, it was the Chesapeake Bay Channel Tunnel Bridge. Tunnel Bridge, which is the fourth longest in the country. So this was cool because it was a surprise. But <laughs> it, you are, when I say, I mean, you are over the ocean <laughs> on just a two lane. Yeah. You know, and so normally you're used to a bridge that might go over a small body of water. It's to I I find that those are normally at least four lane bridges. Yeah. And this it's a it's pretty narrow. You're two lane, and on one side, all you see are like the I don't know what they're called, but like the rafters, Pylon. pylons that hold up the bridge, and just the water up super high. So it's yeah. beautiful, but it's very unnerving because it's yeah. so narrow that it's not like being over most like you know right. small bridges that go over water. Like you're kind of like my I'm in the middle of the ocean. Like there's no turn. It's 17 almost 18 miles yeah. of that. But it was beautiful. So it was it was two <laughs> two lane bridges. So yes. while you're on one bridge, you see oncoming traffic on another bridge. Yes. And just yeah, for me the same thing. Seeing that other bridge floating on the water, or it, not, it wasn't floating, but it looked like it was floating. It was just yeah, and, and because you don't see an end. Exactly. I think that's you're just on the. There's no. I mean, you're looking and you're like. I don't see land. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we normally do. When we bridge. approached the bridge, we didn't know this bridge was happening. I'm no. like, where is the end to this bridge? Uh, yeah. And we couldn't see it. I'm like, this is a bad dream. Yeah, did we? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did we, can we turn around? <laughs> is there an end? And then, so I'm like, let's, we can't still be on this. And then there's like three tunnels. Yeah. So you're under the ocean yeah. for about three or four times. Yeah. And I looked it up. Yeah. And it is, it is the fourth, fourth. largest. So there right. it is in Virginia. So we arrived in Virginia Beach around 8 a.m. And we, we just went right to the beach. We parked near the beach. We had a cooler in the car. We did. We had our chairs and umbrella. And we went right to Virginia Beach, right past the Neptune statue. Yeah. It was a cool beach. It was windy. And the waves were The big. waves were insane, which was like cool mm-hmm. in like consistently. Like they were big. Like they were pushing Justin. Mm-hmm. But it was it was hard. Wind didn't really. She didn't get to get in as much as no. I think she would have liked or we would have liked her too. Yeah. She was a <laughs> lot better with the Hampton Beach size yes. waves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but we played in the sand. We hung out there. We had a nice morning because we couldn't check in either. So we said, why don't we start yeah. the day doing something else? Right, because we knew we wanted to drive through the night to like maximize the time she was sleeping mm-hmm. so we could drive. And it only took us like eight hours to get down there, eight and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, which less was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was less than eight. So we, that was the plan. But then we're kind of left in this position. Well, what do we do until check-in? So we hung out into the beach until noon. I think we got to Williamsburg around one and asked really nicely for a check-in and they really nicely said, no, come back. We'll t- we'll call you when it's ready or come back at four. And yeah. I, when they said, or come back at four, I knew we were coming back at four. Yeah. So what do we do? We will, you would have oh. to drop off some mail for you. That's right. Yeah. That's and right. I became progressively more delirious and unfit to drive. <laughs> So you took a nap. The post office, there's a lot of people in there, and it was the end of the day, so it took a while. So Justin took a nice nap. In the post office parking lot. <laughs> yeah, with Lynn while I was in there. And when she came back in the car to wake me up, I thought I was, I was dreaming that I was driving. Yeah. And so I was, like, really scared. I'm like, what did I do? 
And that's when we realized I was done driving. Yep. <laughs> so I drove back. And then the nice thing was once we got back and we were ready to check in, my brother and sister-in-law and nieces were there. Yeah. Well, then like at the same time, they had gone out to eat, I think. So, so that was, that was great. Oh, was we so also nice. went out to eat. We did. Where yeah. did we go? We went to the Golden Corral. Justin's favorite place. Well, it's my favorite place because it's $10 for lunch and three and under eat free. Yeah. And the food is divine mediocrity. Yes. It is a great selection of mediocre food that your whole family can enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I was Wynn's first buffet. Uh, so that was cool. She was still tired, delirious too, though. But she, she had been up. She loved it, though. I was like, do you but want some of this? She loved it. Yeah. No, no, no. She do you want some it. of this? Of koi. Of koi. Of koi. Of koi. <laughs> How yeah. about this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, she did. We got, we got some, I got some cute pictures and video of that. And yeah, so then we went back to the hotel, kind of got settled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We when stayed, was this? This was uh, Monday. It was the Patriot Inn in Williamsburg. We paid less than $100 a night for a, a, a suite, basically. Right. They had like the fold out queen, full kitchen, a nice pool. Yeah, uh, really nice pool. Yeah, yeah it was uh, one was, of the best pools I've seen. I've yeah, it was small, simple, but it had like four fountains. It had a shelf yeah. for sitting, it and it had really that nice. ten inch height zone, a big ten inch height zone for kids to splash around. Yeah, so you could walk right into it, which is nice, and then progressively get a little deeper. Yeah, and just the walk, just like in the the pool itself was very smooth. Mm -hmm. It was um, nice. like a very smooth, which I you know normally they're like a little grippy. Yeah, which I understand, but I was like, oh, this is nice. I like the smoothness. So check that out. Yeah, I, th I think that's another place where the jury's out on whether I can recommend that to clients yet, but I think our experience was pretty good. It was good, and it was a nice, I mean, the size, it was a nice, like you have like a granite countertop mm -hmm. kitchen, you mm -hmm. got everything you need in there. So it was a nice space. The next day, so Tuesday, there was a threat of storms pretty early. So what we did is we ventured out to some pretty cool grocery stores where it was like one specialty market, yes, which I love because it had cool like chocolate goodies and nuts. So we went grocery shopping and then we got back and just again with our rest of our family, it was great. We just hung out by the pool, the pool for a few hours instead of trying to go to the parks. Yeah. And it turned out no no kind of weather came at all, but much till about five, then there was rain, but we just enjoyed a really nice relaxed day at the pool and we grilled and had lunch and dumplings out there. So yeah. that was nice. That was one of my favorite days. So for the next three days, we did a combination of Bush Gardens and Water Country USA. Bush Gardens Williamsburg is a pretty heavily themed park. It's not quite Disney World, but much better than Six Flags. It has some really good world-class coasters, quite a few B&Ms, which are known as co uh, to coaster enthusiasts as some of the best. I am a B&M enthusiast personally. It has two great themed children's areas. I just have to say, the, the park itself is really just beautiful, like with trees and lights and it's manicured. Did you know it's voted one the most beautiful park in America? I did. Someone told me this. A bird told me this about a few, I don't know, four or five times. A day. Yeah, I try to tell everyone maybe. four or five times a day. So tell me about the, the children's themed areas. It, well, they were awesome. And why they were awesome was in each section, while they they had sections geared for ages, mm -hmm. there was still some sort of mix of rides, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was really great. But they were just clean and accessible and very family friendly. So I'm the sorry. restrooms, there are always family restrooms. Anything Win went on, I enjoyed or could go in. You just made a point I want to just highlight that, it, that there, while there are kids' sections, mm -hmm. there's also kids' rides scattered around in all the different sections. 
questions. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and so when we were in that first day, Justin went off with his brother and did a lot of the, the big rides. coasters. And my sister-in-law and I and nieces, we all, yeah, we did some of the things that were not as as grand. So you went to the <laughs> Sesame the Sesame Street themed place. I think it's called we did. Magical Ench- Forest yes. or Enchanted Forest. Enchanted Forest. Sesame Street Forest of Fun is the official name. The Enchanted Forest is the name of the splash bed inside the Forest of Fun. And again, shout out to the nieces because they are much older than when and they hung and spent time with her and enjoyed Sesame Place, though yeah. that even is a bit young for them. Yeah. So they're the best. There seemed to be a couple cool rides there. There's a little roller coaster there. Was, there. there was. That's what I mean. Yeah. So there's a roller coaster that was, I mean, it was a roller coaster. I mean, yeah. it went, it wasn't, you know, Pantheon, which Justin will talk about. But so, so it was a nice mix. There's a splash area. There's like a playground area. There's a show mm-hmm. and then a meet and greet with the characters. So we did this show that day. We went on a boat ride. So it was just, it was really nice. It was a great size walking around with a toddler i feel like no matter wherever she went because toddlers of course are constantly vying for autonomy i could let her do that so it, that was great the and sesame were, street area that was, was great sesame. it was kind of self-contained i like that there's just the one exit right one exit. that's what's cool about that for sure yes yes and there, there's another section too is it Dragons. Land of the Dragons. Land of the Dragons, yeah. which had the rides that she really like. Ride-wise, had about three things that she that she enjoyed. Yeah, and did a few times over there. It, it's this great. Like you're like, as an adult, you're looking up and you're like, I want to play in this treehouse. It is when I say giant. Yeah. I mean, like, it's giant. Like, uh, three it, stories. You feel small as an adult. Yeah, three, three stories with forced perspective. Exactly. Yeah. Rope, bridge crossings, when you have these huge roller coasters going over you, so you're just yes. on this giant rope. I mean, just, it's, I'm, I can't, I feel like I, I, I can't do it justice explaining it, but yeah. it is really cool. I have never seen anything like that. You mentioned the roller coasters flying above you, and that's one of the cool things about the park is that the park is like built around and under the roller coasters. Yes. So there's tons of great vantage points to watch roller coasters, yes. which Darwin, our daughter, loves to do. She, she loves gets excited. Ro- she loves roller coasters. All right, cool. So you like that one that had a ride down there. One of her names is Bugadug. We call her, her Bug or Bugadug. And there was a ride called Bugadug. So that yes. was fun, which was terrifying for her. She didn't like it. It's one she too could fast. go on. We can't go on it by herself, but it just went too fast. The idea of yeah. the ride we were hoping, but I think it went too fast for her. And then there's a Chug-a-Tug, which was her favorite. Which right is next door. Boat. You just go in a circles in a boat and she... I think she rode that the whole trip probably eight times. Times? Yeah. <laughs> There was no line, so she could just keep riding no it, which line. is really nice. Yep. Shout out to Gaston at Chugatuck, by the way. Cool guy, Gaston. So yeah, that was a cool area. The shade was good. There were some good like shade alcoves, low stim alcoves, where if you were having a, a hard time with overstimulation, you could get away from some some noise. You know, there's still yep. it's a theme park, but there's some. I think Bush Garden does a good job there of scattering those alcoves around. Yes, agreed. All right, so that was Bush Guard. Do you want to hear about the roller coasters on them? Yeah, I think right. you gotta. I'll do a quick, quick roller coaster quick. rundown. I'm gonna time you. Yeah, because I could, could talk for about hours. these for hours. So we'll go. We'll go in order that we rode them. The first one is Pantheon. This is a brand new coaster, multiple launches, LIM linear induction motor engines or motors rather that that launch you. It starts. It's it's fantastic. This is the new breed of roller coasters. It's I think not unlike Velocicoaster, although I haven't actually I have not rode that. But in that, like there are the top hats where you go up, but instead of just going up, like a like like up and down, like you hit the top hat 
sideways. There's like a lot of sideways and hmm. swinging and fun ride elements. Yeah. Would I drive 500 miles just to ride that roller coaster once? No. But if I was guaranteed I could ride it a few times, right. honestly, just for this ride, I'd probably make a nice long ride to Busch right. Gardens Williamsburg just for that ride. Oh, for sure. Luckily, we didn't have to just ride that ride. Right. <laughs> Walked right across. We, we rope dropped and we were on the second train for this. And then we, right, we went on Apollo's Chariot, which is B&M's first hyper coaster in the United States. Opened in 1999. And Autumn, we heard a great podcast, The Ride, about its inaugural ride. We did. Autumn, what happened on the inaugural ride of Apollo's Chariot well, in 1999? This guy named Fabio got hit in the head with a goose. Yes, yes. And the inaugural ride yeah. in 1999, they got Fabio. They're like, hey, we want you to dress up like a Roman god. He's like, no, I'm going to wear my jean jacket. So he wore a jean jacket. Yeah. And he just got smashed in the face with a goose yeah flew apparently hit the hit the coaster and then hits mint and got him in the face yeah freak accident it does not happen it has not happened since it's not something that frequently happens but it happened to fabio poor guy anyway apollo's chariot is a great ride it looks it's beautiful to watch a lot of the ones that just everyone that justin's talking about are like i just was we would just stop and watch them yeah. you know and and it's just beautiful this is the one you can see like when you're approaching really the park cool. too so i think darwin saw it and she got excited She's like, coaster? Yeah. Me? Me try? Like, still too small. She's literally two and a half years yeah. old, but she wants to ride these the, hyper coasters. Very small, two and a half year old. <laughs> she's below average weight wise. So it's a great ride. Is it the best hyper coaster? No, I think Nitro, Six Flags, Great Adventure is much better, but a lot of fun. So we went from there to another BM coaster that I have not actually ridden yet called the Griffin, which is a dive coaster, where it's just three rows. And these these coasters are mainly focused on like these straight down drops and they dangle you. Right. Super exciting, great ride. The fourth one we went on is probably one of my, my favorites, my all-time favorite roller coasters, or it was the Alpengeist, which once again is another BM inverted. That means that your feet dangle. Tons of fun. That's so that I just have to talk about this. This yeah. is the most beautiful to watch. Yeah, it just looks like these people are just flying. Yeah, through the air and and it just has like a, it's it's it seems like the ride is dancing. Like it's built so that it's not like again just like this super fast up and down drop. Right, right. But there's this elegance and smoothness in in curve and flow to the ride where it's like oh my goodness you're just watching these people. Yeah. Fly or dance on this piece of metal. It is. It's a, it's a mostly graceful coaster. In the second half, there's a couple turns that are a little unexpected, and sometimes your stomach doesn't travel with the rest of your body. Sorry, Josh. But that was great. That was the fourth coaster. We, we got those done in an hour and a half. We basically only waited because we did front rows. Right. Yeah. That's wild. So there's, again, the power of rope dropping. Yep. And then the last coaster that I did later in the day was Ver Bolton, which is a family coaster. Pretty intense, though. I'd say probably more intense than... Slinky Dog, probably closer to like rock and roller coaster, mostly indoor, has a really cool surprise element that I won't spoil. If you're ever planning on yeah. riding this, you can look it up, but it's a fun, surprising family coaster. <laughs> so those are the four coasters that I rode. Nice. All right, Autumn, we also went to a water park, Water Country U.S. Water Country, your water country. So this is really fitting. One of the first things I said to Justin the first day we left was like, Whatever amount of money we paid for this was absolutely worth the amount that is there. I mean, I even feel like 
yeah, I, I feel like we underpaid to some extent. Like there was, there Actually, was, there that's was... a really good point. Can, can I mm -hmm. now just talk about money because you brought it up? Yeah. So we bought what are called fun passes. They're like season passes. They're good for the whole year. We paid $105 each for Autumn and I, and that gives us unlimited access to both parks for the entire summer. Right. We only went like four days and then Darwin was free because she's under three. But Bush Gardens actually has this deal. If you register your kid with, it's called the pre-K pass, three to five are also free. So five and That's under huge. are free at That's, Bush Gardens. You don't get that in yeah. parks at all now. So tell us, I'm sorry for interrupting there. But it just, the, the, not, not only the amount, but the amount, the quality, the way in which the sections of the water park were spaced out, the, mm -hmm. the variety of kinds of rides was mm -hmm. so well executed. And I'm not a theme park person i don't do roller coasters really i'm not so so water parks tend to be what i do enjoy and it, it just was the best was hands down the best water park that i've ever been to so you you go in and there's again similar to kind of bush gardens in that you have these different sections but even within sections you have this kind of mix of yeah. rides which is awesome like i really have one kid but most everyone there was there with multiple kids and multiple age ranges and there were some, you know what I mean? And there were some things in each section. Also, beautifully, like, beautifully laid out. Mm -hmm. Accent, very clean. Lots of bathrooms. Um, lots of bathrooms, lots of lounge chairs. Yeah. And they hands down one of the coolest lazy rivers that I have ever been in. Yeah. It's really, really awesome. And then, and then they have this cool section that's kind of, you know, it's like a little, it's not quite a wave pool, maybe a little bit because the lazy river has a little bit of wave that pushes you along. Yeah. In this awesome lounge section with these cool, like, I don't know what they're scrim. called. Scrim. The shade scrim. Shade yeah. scrim. Shade scrim. Which is fans. awesome. So we found a great spot there. But I mean, everything from like the tiniest little two-year-old, little, just like a slide, like at a park with water on it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, to these big open and closed tunnel slides, to tube rides, to just different kinds of splash stations. It just was like, wow, okay, I am I am in water country. Like yeah. this is, there is water in all sorts of ways. Now, like, so like <laughs> For all ages. comparing it to Hurricane Harbor, the water park in Six Flags, New England, mm -hmm. there's, there's two little kids swap slides and then there is a splash area, you know, with the jets yes. and all that stuff. But what I think is cool, and I think what you enjoyed, is in the little kid areas and water country, there are tube slides that you can put a little kid on and ride together. Yeah, so you, like adults, you can be with your little kid and still get some kind of tube. It's not together. like you can't fit on anything. No. Or like nothing, you know, like there are, or, you know, there's a big slide like right there. So if you have an older kid, like they could, they can walk and you could still see, you know, you're, yeah. it's not like this. Yeah, there are cooler, bigger slides nearby, but I think this, yeah hear that there is a ride that mom and your two and a half year old can ride together mm -hmm. and it's fun for both of you you know what i'm there's talking about the, the longer yes. there's like they're they're not steep but they're longer slides they're yeah. not just like a little dinky slide it's like a fun it's slide. a water slide you went on it by yourself and you had the biggest smile on your face i loved it yep yep that's my that's it that's my thing that's what i want to do all day that if that if that could just liaise me into the lazy river that's <laughs> awesome. but that's it so it's like okay you're doing a water slide it's not like a huge tube one that's you know a straight job but not everybody needs that or wants that anyway like you yeah. still get to go so i just thought 
I just thought that was great. And there's still a lot of sections in Water Country we didn't even get to, but yeah, it was almost we did, okay. We did do a lot we're of so it. happy. Like we just wanted to spend more time in the two Yeah. in the two areas we were in. But man does it live up to its name. Very it's a whole clean. Country. Very I could the cleanliness, the family friendliness. Yeah. Again, family restrooms all over the place. Air conditioned family restrooms, which is nice. Which is nice. You need like a minute, you know. So yeah, we didn't do. A, I did like one slide here. I didn't. We didn't really do the slides. We mostly stuck to the kitty areas, yeah. but had fun. So there was two rivers. One of them is a lazy river, which we actually did not experience. Which right. is a typical lazy river with a tube. The other one is the Hubba Bubba Highway, which is not tubes. And this is more comparable to Volcano Bay. The the what is it? Uh, it's not. I forgot what it's called in Volcano Bay. I believe Justin is referring to the Tayawa, fearless river at Universal Orlando, Volcano Bay. But it's basically you put on a life vest and you just go around this kind of rapidly moving river. And that was a blast. That was awesome. That's was, it's cool because you just float, you float through, floating by. Yeah. And there are, I will say too, Wind did not like this. It was too at fast first. and too out of at control first. at first. The third time around, she kind of... Yep. She did okay. She the managed it. The fifth time around, she did great, though. <laughs> the sixth, not so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she kept wanting to go back. That's my she, thing. Yes. And that's Darwin. Like, she will freak out on something. She'll and then she it. puts her chin up and she's like, More. I mean, if she doesn't, she tells you, she tells you no. But she did. She she managed it. But, but understand, like, it's not like a, it's not like a toddler thing. Yeah. Um, That's definitely for adults. Every adult uh, that was around me, I kept hearing the whole time say, like, oh, this is it. Like, just keep this. Yeah. Just keep me here all day what was um, so autonomy what did you say about autonomy she was vying for autonomy i think that's what she was she wanted us to let her go on yes, the river but also to... she'd go under even right. with her life fest that's she'd like done. dunk. yep so it, i think that was the balance she was trying to like cope yes. with and we kind of figured it out like i let her hold on to my life vest and i didn't touch her unless yes. she went under and then i pick her up yes <laughs> yes yeah, that was it. I, I think she will. Like, I think she loves water, I think, at some point. But she just, uh, yeah. She's, yeah, she's motion. She's sensitive to motion. She is. She is. She, yeah. Doesn't do well in the car. So, and, and I will also say what's cool about the Hubba Hubba Highway. I'm not sure if the other Lazy River has it. But if you're on it and you're on, you want to get out or you're with a kid that is freaking out, there's like four exit. Like, you can you can stop and get off and you're still, and you just walk yeah. stairs and get out and just walk back to your sitting area yeah you know that that wouldn't be super far so i also thought that was really cool that they had exits like that mm. all right so we've talked a lot about both the parks what did we do we did highs lows and kudos i don't know if I we have time for that i feel like she's gonna wake up any minute yeah, we don't. but maybe let's talk about some of our favorite things and then some of the things about bush gardens and our water country that are not the best okay well what are your favorite things about bush gardens in terms of layout service um, well, I customer love the experience the shaded areas the shaded areas are like it, it, they're beautiful tons of shade clean i know oftentimes when i'm in a water park i feel like there's several times i try to like hold my breath because they're just little stinky tense smells yeah i'd say Never the same for are you saying the same for bush gardens as well it was clean and well shaded yes yeah definitely i agree no clean well shaded if you are someone that is that gets eaten and is very sensitive. Oh, don't go to the negative stuff yet. Keep um, going with the positive stuff. Any more positive stuff about these parks? Positive. I, you know, Sesame Place, I think, in and of itself was really... It was good. That was awesome. I mean, to have a show, to have a meet and greet, I think yeah. they could easily, and Disney could, would even, like, could charge extra money for those things, and they did Yeah, they did a quick the five-minute meet and greet after the show. Yeah. Darwin got to hug Elmo. Yeah. 
and high five everyone. It was great. Exciting. So we, you know, it was great. And we could have pretty much, so between those two sections, I just thought that was great. I got to say the theming at Busch Gardens is really good. It's not like, you can't compare it to Disney because Disney like puts a lot more like it's Disney, is it? But and if you take Disney out of the equation, if Disney does not exist and Universal does not exist, Busch Gardens is the best. Yeah, and honestly, I think even if you were to just look at like theming for a particular ride, mm-hmm. like theming per ride, like theming, the theming not necessarily throughout the whole park, but I think the theming and the theming in Busch Gardens for particular rides wasn't far away from Disney in particular rides you know like it's not like a inside ride like Haunted Mansion where you have this whole you know what I mean there's just not the facade for all of that I would say maybe the best Busch Garden theming ride theming is comparable to the worst Disney ride theming maybe so like like I'm thinking the Alpengeist that roller coaster it's themed after a ski resort I'd say that's on par with like the mad tea party you know what i mean it's not any worse than yeah that tea that's party. what i mean yes yeah yeah i think they're like and i thought there were several times there where i'm like oh this is there are aspects of rides in magic kingdom that i think mm-hmm. aren't like overly themed in disney they're yeah. just we yeah. saw a stage show as well so i want to give that as one of the pluses too i was surprised at the that's quality of the stage show i was surprised the set was good yes what was it called celtic celtic fire, fire. yeah it was it was it was just awesome. These dancers were amazing. Dancers, singers, singers, it's step about dancing. Half hour show. You're in this cool um, indoors. So you have AC, which is a nice break, of course, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, beautiful setting, be- beautiful stage yeah. setup. But it was just, it was great, and Wynn loved it. Just she the did. Singing. She, was... she was she was. I had her on my shoulders. She was like bouncing around and clapping her hands. Yeah. So that was I, that. I would highly recommend this and... show if you like shows. This is this again. And I said, Justin, I feel like we could have paid. We should have paid separately for that show. Well, no, I'm not trying to pay separate. <laughs> but but you could have like the quality yeah. of the sh- of I thought the show was not. Was... I was not expecting to get that. That was like. I, I don't know. I feel like I could go to Disney and see that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like if that, if I saw that in Disney, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Put it that way. It's not like the best Disney show again, but I'd put it up there with like the Voyage of the Little Mermaid for sure. I haven't Um, seen that one. And there are other shows too. There's an October Fest show that actually takes place in a dining hall, so you can go get a quick service meal. Yeah. And watch a stage show. Yeah, that's, I, cool. that's a cool deal. And yeah, there's a couple of them like that. There's also animals here, if you're into that. So that's, that's really nifty. Yeah, yeah. All right, so those are my pluses on Bush Gardens. What don't you like about the Bush bugs. Gardens? If you are prone to getting eaten, I the first day I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I'm like, oh, it's probably not going to be too bad. Oh my gosh, I got eaten. Next day, I thought we brought the bug spray, sprayed myself, but I still. Yeah. They're, they're bad. Yeah. They were thick at night. Evening. They were thick. What else? Is there any other negatives? I wish that there was some more toddler and toddler together rides. They're a little spread out and it's a lot. Mm. Like it's a lot of walking. And like when I first went, all the rides I had taken a picture of so I knew like I could ask or refer to a map. Yeah. I, I, I almost like... I, I think to some extent it might have been a little too spread out, especially oh, the little kid ride. Really? Okay. Yeah, I was hoping some of them would be a little more, I don't know, a little more together. All right, so I disagree with this. I think there's two centralized children's rides location. One of them is right up front. The other one is a hike to get to. Yes. The Land of the Dragons is hard to get to. And then I think there are some 
spread around the park, but most of them are in those two locations. Yeah, maybe it's just variety because Sesame isn't yeah. really rides. There's yeah, there's one ride. There's no ride. Right, there. there's playgrounds. And that's what was tough. There's two or three rides wind, there. Even in for the for for Zab, but it was it was great. And I think in the morning she wasn't quite ready because she was exhausted for it. But then I think there was a point and it was kind of like okay, like she splashed in the water, the show. Yeah. But the rides were really those three other rides for toddlers three. Then there was an airplane and a little bumper car, so there might be five rides for like toddler age. Where? In the park, total. Oh, there's way more than that. There's way more than that. So Top, there's top? in the land of the dragon, there's yeah. three. In Elmo's land, there's three. There's plus three. the playgrounds around it. And then each one of the land has at least one toddler ride. Like Scotland has the horses. That's right. Right? So the horses. And when you go to Italy, there's the little flyers. There's two kid rides over there. Two or three kid the fly- rides. I was including the flyers. The balloons. So I was thinking the little I was thinking those small bumper cars. Yeah. Germany has the airplanes, the as well as the little bumper cars, the baby bumper cars in yeah. Germany, which you don't see a lot of places yeah and then ireland i can't think of it off the top I don't of my head think there was a toddler there, i think there's only one ride in ireland the finnegan's flyer they used to have a yeah. family dark ride in ireland which is no longer there unfortunately. i wish I, that would be cool if there's yeah. more dark rides too that would be cool all right so i'm so, I, I mean not to invalidate you but it might have been our experience because there was one day where we we really wanted to get around these mini um bumper cars and we hoofed it yeah we came back and we walked all the way across the park we went down huge stairs and up huge stairs just to get to this ride and we got there at 804 it's closed and it was closed that might be it she also and maybe it was just the i'm thinking of the rides too that like she yeah enjoyed right or was comfortable and there was even fewer that she yeah it's not just the world we can go to Fantasyland and ride eight different rides together right you know no, right. it's not like that at all. They're much more spread out. So I, I compared to Disney for sure, I agree. Yeah. But that whole hoofing it thing, so this is, here's one of my complaints. It's, there's a lot of hills. So if you're pushing a carriage, it's, it, there are some tough spots, right? So it's not incredibly flat. It's not incredibly easy to get around. There is a train. It's confusing, yeah. There are a skyway, but it's not super easy to get around. And if you want to get from one side to the other, you either have to lo- walk a long time or go up and down a lot of stairs yes. to take the shortcut. I think my biggest recommendation to Bush Gardens too would be that they have like a map. Yeah. There's a, but they're, they're not well spread out throughout the park to tell you where you are. And then the app was very, like when you try to zoom to see where you are and to see where you want to go, everything just kind of became on top of one another. And I got to be honest, I just want an old school map. I just wanted a paper map. So I didn't have to have my phone out a bunch more than I needed it to either. Cause you have to worry about, okay, I'm not trying to forget my phone. I'm not trying to have it get water damage if I'm, and so I, I think it for for both parks that would be my thing. Like, could you just have I the agree. paper maps available? The phone map, the app map didn't work very well. So, as someone who's very much in, interested in like the communication of information around theme parks, this is the most unsatisfying thing for me about Bush Gardens yeah. is the communication of information. The app, as Autumn said is trash it does not have wait times the map is not easy to navigate yeah it's not there isn't a button to center on yourself 
Yeah. That's crazy. Just put a button to center on yourself. Yeah. It's it's not very good. The well, app don't. itself. Just print out a paper version of the map. I agree. Let me know. Maybe have some better signs too of the land you're in. Yeah. You might not always paper. know. So. There should always be paper. You can't count on people to pull Apple. up their. Yeah, that's not fair. And it's not like I said a great app. Okay, so th that's one part of the information thing. And then like. So when it rains and lightnings, these rides will shut down, right? Yes. Like, we had a bad storm. Six Flags crushes them in this area. First of all, Six Flags has an app that reports times. They're not super accurate, but they do tell you when the ride shut down. That's not hard to do. This does not have that. Right. And even if you want to, then there's no, as my brother pointed out, that they don't post this on social media when the park closes. On um, their website, we looked. Yeah. Friday, there was bad storm. It was like hail, 60 mile an hour wind storms. Yeah. So they closed, we left, we were driving home, but again, our family were still, they were still in the parks. So they were sharing what they did receive was there was like a huge, you know, huge intercom that says the park is, you know, we need to, you need to close, all so the slides are closing down. If you're not in the park near an intercom, you don't know. You don't know what's happening. And so, and, and like then when it, when it clears up, when do you go back? When is the thing? So, yeah. so what we ended up doing is I asked, we, t we did a train ride around the park the next day and had asked because I was curious, like, how do you, where do you get this information? Wait, don't, don't, don't tell this part yet. So I was thinking, we were thinking about going back to the park, right? Yeah. I was thinking about going back to the park. I wanted to ride some yeah, roller we coasters. <laughs> but so I called, but I didn't know if it was open because there was rain, but the sun was now out. And I figured, well, if it's Disney, you know, like it would be open, right? But let's call first. You, because there's no social media, it doesn't tell you in the app. So I actually called the actual number. I had to press seven different buttons. One of them I had to lie about because if you're not a member, they're not talking to so I told them I was a member by pressing two. And then the person I get on the phone, it's like, well, what park are you going to? And I already pressed the Williamsburg button, you know? So I'm like, well, Williamsburg. And she's like, okay, sir, how can I help you? I'm like, well, I just would like to know if the park is open. And she said, okay, sir. Well, today is Wednesday, so the park closes at 9 p.m. I'm like, well, there was some rain, so I just want to know if the park's open right now. She said, well, if everything goes according to plan, the park will be open at 9 today. Yeah. I said, so you don't know if the park is open? Um, no, sir, I do not. Thank you. She was very polite about it, but she, she didn't have the information. And I said, well, well, there's fireworks scheduled tonight, right? Will they be going off? And she said, well, let me see here. Yes, I see that fireworks are scheduled for 930. If everything goes according to plan, yes, they will be fireworks at 930. And I'm like, so, but you know, because of if the rain, if there will be fireworks tonight, no, sir, I do not. <laughs> so, it's like this person obviously is not at the park, you know, and they have the internet information that I have which is limited and that was really frustrating. So Autumn, the next day, talks to, cause she likes to chat. I'm, you chatted up the train station guy. Yeah, and I said, I'm curious, what, like with the storms, with the storms yesterday, what was the deal? Like did the, you know, and, and so the gentleman had shared, he had come in and they had already closed some rides and then a half hour after he was there, they closed the park and I said, yeah, so like what, what's the typical protocol? When does the park reopen? How do we? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, no, we, we stay closed. And I said, so yesterday did the park just stay closed? He goes, yeah, when you have lightning like that, we just we just stayed closed. Because at that point, it was like 6 o'clock. They were open a little later because of the fireworks, I think. but Or they would have been. But no, they just, they closed, which, which is kind of what I, which I figured, you know, with two or three hours left, 
you know, and it was there was still lightning for a while. It had dried up, but there was yeah. still lightning that they just yeah they they close everything. And so I'm like okay, <laughs> but there's like no way to to know that if you and, wanted to come back. And he's like, oh. and that's my thing. Like the parks opened late. You know, they open at 10 o'clock every day, and they close at nine during the week and 10 on the weekend. And that's fine. I get staffing is still a thing. And when you get there, half the rides maybe aren't open, you know, or one of the lands that Josh tried to get to, my brother, wasn't open that they went to right away. And then they had to go to another place and that wasn't open. Like, I get staffing. I get it. But you need to communicate this to people. You need to have the infrastructure to communicate this to people. I will say that was tough, too, again, with the toddler. There were things about this trip with the toddler I would be great if they were a little better like the park's not opening till 10 like she's already like on second breakfast slash snack at that point you know so we get really only have like an hour and a half two hours not factoring in the transportation and then getting there and then walking to the place before it's nap time and they're gonna go back and then she naps and then she gotta eat and then you know so it was it was hard to split a day and i think for justin to get enough time in the parks because (laughs) Like, you know, again, when you're, when you're, and, and I've talked to moms everywhere that I meet at the park that like, why aren't more things open yeah. for little kids at like seven? Little yeah. kids are up at 7 a.m. Just open the, just open up those two kids areas just open at eight. Kids areas. Yeah. So we and can get on there. Everything else could be closed. Yeah. If you need to get some kind of special kid pass or whatever, that's cool. We'll do it. But it was, that. that's also, I think, made it, just made it tough yeah. and with her and the heat and yeah so so that was tough i ideally and it wasn't just her like i there were a lot of toddlers experiencing yes. elmo's oh, yeah. world at nap time i could tell yes it was obvious that some of these kids needed naps they should have been home napping by now yeah but because the, of the way the park hours and you were, have other siblings yeah. and like they're not napping you yeah. know and so what are you gonna do so that i mean that stuff which again isn't isn't a, a particular or the fault of i don't think of at all bush gardens or water country no that's i think staffing is a big piece too. of it yeah and they're, they're not they're not it's not a place that's designed with toddlers they have toddler things but it's not a i would say bush gardens more so than six flags is designed oh, for toddlers yes yeah. no more so than six flags but amusement parks yeah on, on a whole, are it's not, not designed. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're right. A lot of things in the world are not meant for yeah. little people. Yeah. And let's. And then I think we you maybe know. we ended on this. We bring it back to price, right? Uh, so we paid two hundred dollars for effectively two season passes. Right. So that would have cost you know well if we got the without blackout dates. I mean, it's tough to make a comparison because Disney is year round. Yeah. It's a much bigger park, much more rides. It'd be about three thousand dollars, yeah. right? Wild. So, <laughs> When it was available, the Disney Pass was $1,299. This does not include the water parks, which would have been an additional $99. Note that pass sales have been suspended since November 2021. So, I mean, 15 times more. So, is Disney World 15 times cooler than Busch Gardens? Maybe. It depends on the person. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I would say no. No, probably not. It was. Re- it's really like, if you like amusement parks... If you have kids, no, Bush Gardens is at the top. I would say yeah. second to, and I haven't been to like all the amusement parks. No. But my guess would be that Bush Gardens is pretty next to, is going to remain pretty next to Disney. It's not going to. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Autumn, you're going to love Dolly World and Silver Dollar City when we go there. We'll have to check it out. And I would love to go again. Here, here I would go again if we could um, fly or take a train. Yeah. The ride back was tough. Driving's a joke. Driving is a joke. 
I think Jess and I both think that <laughs> the distance, the length of driving isn't as bad as, or as exhausting as it ends up being. And then, yeah, we have toddler who's amazing in so many things and I'm not going to complain, but she is a, a, a rare thing is that she, yeah, she just does not do well in the car. So like on the way back, it was like the first two hours she was out and then it was like every 45 minutes she was up and like screaming because she's like disoriented oh yeah when at night yeah that was tough that was tough i I don't want to do that again and at this point i'm still hesitant about driving down to disney next year unless unless she changes i the plan was to do two a two-day drive down to disney world back and forth and I would not do that right now. No, no I would spend the money on the plane tickets. Absolutely. Yeah, and figure it out in yep. a rental car or whatever. Figure out transportation. Yeah. I'm gonna take a train down. Maybe <laughs> stay at a I'd like stay at a cheaper resort and yes. buy plane tickets. No, I would. That, I know Disney's different. long. I would train because we do. We train to DC. We've done that. Yeah, like, we're I never train. ever riding a train. No, but down I'm again. train to Virginia. <laughs> you wouldn't take a train to Virginia? No, not with Darwin. No, I think that could be very similar where we're in a situation where she's screaming and now instead of being in the car, we're on a train because she wakes up disoriented on the train. So Yeah, but I think we've I think if we get it like if we do it during wake hours, I think the people yeah. she can get up and walk oh, on the train, that. there's food. But it's a twenty four hour and we can be right next to her and she's yeah. in our lap. Like all that is different compared to So maybe just a shorter ride to Williamsburg, maybe. But not to not to Florida where they No, I meant I meant like if we go because we do have season pass, maybe we want to go down in September, let's just take a train down. Yeah, we'll look at it. We'll look at that. We'll look at the numbers. Alrighty. But all in all, both were amazing. If you enjoy water parks, if you enjoy amusement parks, then I would say water country absolutely in Bush Gardens. Check it out. On your lips. Definitely. Definitely about uh, food also at Bush Gardens. There's an amazing smokehouse that's like you Good value. You would not ever guess that you were eating amusement park food. Yeah. And smoke really like we were saying, like smokehouse um barbecue is always expensive. And it was just like barbecue, barbecue. prices. That was value like yeah. I, I almost think they might yeah. Like, yeah. Again, it could have been a little more. I was surprised that it wasn't for the amount of food we got and the tastiness of it. We shared a $22 combo platter. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's... It was good. That's good. It was good. So, yeah. So, maybe we'll see you down there. If you have plans to check out Bush Gardens oh, or been. Water Country. Tell us what we did wrong. Yes. Tell us. We'd love your suggestions. Yes. Because yeah. I know that there's a lot of people listening that have been to both several times. And I also would like to shout out to, to Annie. My coworker who grew up going to both of these every really? summer. Oh, yes. Sure. And so and so anyway, she was really jazzed that I was jazzed and said that she just has the fine her fondest memories going up are of, of spending time in water country. Yeah. And Bush Gardens. I think they're great parks for families. Yeah. Thanks everyone. We'll be back next week with a news trivia and all our we'll regular. Be. We're oh, not gonna be here next oh, week. Oh shoot. So no. We gotta figure something out. We might be we'll be back next week with something. We'll have to record it early because we're going to Disney World. Yeah. Yeah, it. but we're gonna be gone on Friday. Yeah, we'll have to we'll throw up Sunday. something. There will be something on I'm the feed on next Sunday, Monday. <laughs> There'll be something on the feed next Monday. It might not be new, but it will be something. And we will all see right. you then. All right, we'll see you then. Bye everyone. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you would like some help planning your next Disney Universal cruise vacation, or hey, if you're going to Busch Gardens Williamsburg and you want to book a hotel down there and get some touring tips, give me a call. Shoot me an email. It's easydizitpodcast at gmail.com, or you can get at me on Instagram at easydizit, or you can check out the website 
easyvisit.com. We have lots of info there on how to get in touch with me. All right. Uh, hope you enjoyed this week's uh, irregular episode. Stay tuned next week for another irregular episode because we'll be in Disney World next week. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to put up an interview with Ben Wagner. That's right. He was the gentleman who inspired us to do the four-park challenge, which we will be doing in Disney World next week. So he inspired us to do the four-park challenge with his story. Uh, you can go back and listen to that those episodes, too, where we talked to Ben about his. Uh, but he's going to be talking to us about theme park photography because Ben Wagner is a professional photographer, and he's got some really great tips on how to make your next uh, theme park vacation a little bit more memorable. So so check that out. All right, until next time, easy dizit.